Welcome to the Empowering Women series on Changing Minds Online. Today, I am all by myself. Jessica is having a family function, but she will be back on Sunday for more of our lovely listening fun. So, But today, without further ado, I will be talking to a wonderful, dynamic, empowering living coach, Mrs. Cheryl Pullen. How are you doing today, Cheryl? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am great. I am great and so excited to have you on the show. I've heard you speak many, many times, and I am just truly honored that you're here. Well, I'm excited to be here. It's always an honor to um, share with um, people in their community, and I'm always honored when someone wants to introduce me to their community. So I am thrilled to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. So today we are talking about the five ways to eliminate the struggle with the juggle. So tell us about that. Well, you know, it really is about this idea, you know, if I had to nutshell it for a second, it really is about this idea about life balance. We spend a lot of time trying to, you know, get our lives in balance and in pursuit of life balance, but the truth of the matter is there are going to be times where your life is just not going to be, you know, everything is not going to be even keel. You know, you're not going to have fives across the board or tens across the board or, you know, pick your number. There are going to be times where some things are going to be um, just kind of out of whack. Some things will require more attention than others. Um, You know, we have so many different roles. Women, we have so many different roles. We play so many different roles at any given moment on any given day. And this, you know, I've done this presentation a lot. It's actually one of my top presentations that's requested because people are trying to find a way to live their lives without being stressed out about it. (laughs) And that's really, 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 you know, what this, um, talk is about, and um, every single time I do it, people are kind of floored by some of the activities we do because it brings to light how they're living their lives and they don't even realize it. So, yeah, that's kind of what we're what we're chatting about. So, did you want me to jump in with the five? Certainly, I would love to hear them. All right, absolutely. So. You know, when working on this, and I've been doing this particular talk with just a few minimal tweaks. I've probably been doing it for three years or so. And um, when I started working on it, the reason why I chose it is because I became an entrepreneur and I realized that there were some things in my life that were becoming a priority um, and there were some things in my life that were a priority at one time that I, that had scooched over <laughs> because I had become an entrepreneur. So trying to live my life day to day and be realistic, be realistic about uh, my self. And then as I moved forward and, and, and I kept working on this um, particular talk and I kept living my own life because this is birthed out of me, living my own life, I realized there were really five things 
that I had to pay attention to, become aware of in order to live my life so that I am not always focusing on being overwhelmed, always focusing on struggling uh, with all the different things and hats that I wear. I'm taking a moment to assess where I am, what I'm doing. Yeah, of course, it's not always perfect. (laughs) You know, life happens. I always tell people, give room for life to happen because it's going to. It's going to. Um, So let me share with you uh, these five five tips that I have. The first one is that you need to get really clear about what it is you desire, what it is you want. I think this is the one that gets overlooked. I really think this is the one that gets overlooked. We are so, in particular as women, we are so committed to being nurturers of others that we forget to nurture ourselves, that we forget to Mm -hmm. ask ourselves the question, What is it that we want? What is it that we desire? How do we want to live our lives on a day-to-day basis? It's so key. It's so important. Um, This um, fall, I went to Oprah's Life You Want tour. I went to the Newark one, and she was talking about her love for reading, and I remember her saying that her day is structured around her ability to get into the bed by a certain time at night with a book. And I thought, well, that's pretty amazing, you know. And most of the books that, you know, I know of that she reads in that time, they're usually fiction. And she talks about getting lost in someone else's story. And I'm like, what a fabulous thing to do. Here is this woman worth more than a billion dollars, you know, um, owner of a network and all the different things that she has going on, and she says her crown jewel of her day is, one, her 4 o'clock ritual tea, and, two, being able to get in the bed by a certain time to read a book. And I thought, that's absolutely fabulous. And I believe that we have to structure our lives around those desires, because those are the things that keep us from burning out. Those are the things that keep us from going into complete overwhelm, having a total meltdown, because we're not taking time for ourselves. So the first one is clarify what you desire, what you want. How do you want to live your life on a day-to-day basis? What do you want to do when you wake up in the morning? Is the first thing you do, is it really grab the phone and see what's going on on social media that you missed overnight? Is that really it, or is that the habit you've created. Be real intentional about what it is that you want. That's the first place to start. And that's the priority because everything after that will find its place. When you set the priority that you are that you are going to be first, and I know some people are they're going to say, oh, that's selfish, but I have children, I need this, I need that. I'm going to talk about children in a minute. All right, so the second one is, Clarify your roles. What do I mean when I say clarify your roles? What I mean is, you heard me say earlier, we play different roles any given moment throughout the day. For example, in the morning you you could wake up a uh, wife. <laughs> you know, you could have wife mm-hmm. things you need to do. Um, 30 minutes later you could be mom. 
you could have mom things you need to do, get helping the kids get dressed or whatever, getting them out to school, getting to getting them to the school bus. Maybe after that you're an you're an employee or you're an employer or you're an entrepreneur or you're a, you know a volunteering at the school or you're volunteering at the church or you know take your pick. So you now you hit all these different roles, but you're still you're a, a wife, you're a mother, you're a sister, you could be an aunt, you could be a a, a, a volunteer at the church, and you could be a part of an organization, and maybe in that organization you have a role. When I do this live, I actually have the participants list out every role that they play at any given moment. And the women just go crazy because they're like, oh, my gosh, look at all of these different roles. I remember one lady, she's like, I have 18 different roles here. And then I'm just looking at him. I go, yes, and you wonder why you feel overwhelmed. And, of course, you're not playing them all at the same time, but at any given moment you're playing them. And, of course, in a day you could probably hit about five, six, seven of them easy. And you've already potentially started off the day with not taking care of yourself, not nurturing yourself, but nurturing everyone else. So clarify your role. The second thing is, I mean, the third thing, the third thing is you have to learn how to delegate. I, I did this presentation in the fall, and I did it for a group of women um, who worked for the correction system, and I tell you it was the most amazing thing because a lot of these women, there were two things I noticed about them. One was they would wake up anywhere between 4 and 4.30 in the morning, and two, many of them had a commute that was over an hour both ways. So those were two things that stood out. But the stuff that they would say that they had to do either before they went to work or after they got home. So one of the ladies, I pointed out, I'm very interactive in my presentation slide. I said to her, I said, you have children? She said, yes. I said, how old are they? She told me. I said, and what are their chores? What are their responsibilities? So she hemmed and hawed, of course, <laughs> and told me all the things that they have to do after school and things like that. I said, so? <laughs> So you're waking up at 4.30 in the morning to commute an hour or more to work, and they can't, you know, do whatever you need done. And, and she, 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 she finally went, wow, you know, you're right. I, I really need to solicit their help. Yes, learn to delegate either to your children. You know, if your children are three, they're four, they're five, and they're playing with toys, they are big enough to put the toys back. You teach them how to do that. You get to another certain age, you give them other chores and responsibilities. You're teaching them to be responsible. You know, it, it turns into a lesson. We as women, especially as moms, we think we have to do everything for our children, and we don't because we eventually wind up handicapping them to the point where now they won't do anything for themselves and they rely on you for everything. And that throws you into overwhelm. Learn to delegate. Learn to delegate. If you are cooking dinner and that's the thing that you want to do, then everybody else gets to clean the kitchen. <laughs> right. You have to learn how to do that, and it's a, it is a, it's a it's a, a shifting of your own mindset. It's it's being willing to give up the control. You know, um, no, they're not going to do it the way you do it. No, it's not going to be you know totally perfect. But over time, they'll learn how to do it. They'll learn how to do it. And you'll buy yourself some time. 
And the fourth thing is you have to set boundaries. You have to set your own boundaries. People, people will only do what you allow them to do. If every time they ask and you say yes, then you've set up the expectation. So the expectation is every time I ask you for something, you're going to say yes because you always have. You have to shift that. Because a lot of times we say yes and we, we are so mad at ourselves because we said yes. We're angry, but we committed to it. We can't. I mean, what you know? You've committed to it, and and that's the expectation, and that's just the way it is. There, you know, everybody else is happy, the other person's happy, the organization's happy, and you're miserable. Again, determine what it is that you desire, how you want to live your life on a day to day basis, and if it and set boundaries, set those boundaries. As an entrepreneur, you know. There are certain boundaries you can set, you know. You cannot, you know, do certain things after a certain time or at least create windows of opportunity where you allow yourself to breathe, catch up, take time for yourself, go sit somewhere with a book and a cup of tea and and decompress, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to find your center, if you will. But set those boundaries and then communicate those boundaries. This is a twofold one. You set the boundaries and you got to communicate the boundaries. Communicate those boundaries to the people around you, be it a spouse, uh, you know, be it your business partners, be it your children, be it your family, whoever. Communicate the boundaries. Let them know, okay, you know what, I have to do this for my own sanity. And as a result, I won't be doing this. I need you to do this, you know, whatever it is that you need them to do or not do, communicate that. Don't just change, set boundaries, and then don't say anything to anybody because <laughs> that can uh, cause a little bit of a rift. But be open, communicate, let people know. We teach people how to treat us. It might be cliche, but it's the truth. And they only get accustomed to, to interacting with us and, and, and asking us for things and doing things, they only get accustomed to it because we've allowed them to do it. You know, at first it might be a little rocky. People might go, wait a minute, hold on. What's this new thing you're doing or why are you changing or whatever it is? And honestly, you don't owe anyone an explanation for that. You don't have to justify with anyone why you want to reclaim your life and your time. Because that's something, that's another thing that we as women feel like we have to justify why we have, why we want to say no. Well, you've heard it, we've heard it, no is a complete sentence. I don't really owe you anything after that if I choose not to. And it really is just a way of reclaiming yourself, of not looking for other people to give you permission and validation to live the life that you want to live. And that's what this is a part of. You get to create your own life based on the, the way you want to live, the desires that you have, um, and then you can set the boundaries to help you move in that direction. The fifth one, and I said it already, is just, you know, learn to say no. You have to learn to say no. You know, you don't have to be always tell people, you don't have to be mean. Saying no is not being mean, and I think sometimes it's perceived that way. It has more of a negative thing. You don't have to be mean. You can say, you know what, I'm really sorry. I just can't fit another thing on my plate today or this week or next month or, you know, can you wait or, you know, 
Can I find someone else to help you and assist you, whatever? Be hopeful, but be firm and let them know that you can't do it, that you're not available, that you don't even have the the mental or physical capacity to meet the needs that they have. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's our own ego that needs the stroking, so we say yes to everything because we have an internal need to be needed. So we say, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'll show up. I can't believe you asked me to do something for you. You asked me to participate. You asked me to plan your party. You asked me to whatever, go down the list. And that is a stroke of the ego, and we feel fabulous. And then after the high comes down and life sets in, and we're like, oh, my gosh, I really don't have time. I don't have time. I can't get it all done. So you you really have to learn how to say no. So those are the five things. One is get clarity about what it is that you desire, how you desire to live your life on a day-to-day basis and make decisions around that. Two Get clear about the different roles that you play through the course of a day. And really that's just for your own personal awareness so that you can realize and understand that you are constantly shifting and moving from one mindset to another, from one hat to another, from one thing to another, your wife, your mom, your employer, your entrepreneur, your volunteer, your all these different things. You could be the taxi driver. You could be soccer mom. You could be football mom. You know, all these different things in the course of a day. That's just so you are aware of what's happening with you. Three, learn how to delegate. Learn how to delegate. Get real good at that. Get real good at that. Four, set boundaries and communicate them. Set boundaries and communicate them. Five, learn to say no. Because no is a complete sentence. Those are my thoughts. Oh, my goodness. Those were so powerful. So now, I love number five, learn to say no. That seems to be very hard for women today. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell, us, uh, tell us how you would or what advice you would give to women who are really struggling with this. Struggling with learning how to say no? Yes, ma'am. Um. What my advice is really, you're gonna to have to you, you got to practice <laughs> because anything that's not if it's not easy, you just have to practice. You really have to practice, even if you have to see it in the mirror and say no, no. You know, find your find your um, find your feel. You know, I believe, you know, you have a feeling when you say a certain thing. Find how it feels to you. You know, say it until it it feels right, it feels good. You know, the first few times you say it, you might stumble over it. Um, The first few times someone asks you something, you might say no and then keep talking and feel like you owe a lot of explanation and stuff. But the the more you do it, the better it will become. And that's really, that's the truth. And, I mean, it is going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle, again, because, as women, we are natural nurturers, and then, remember, I talked about the ego, and then our ego is layered on top of that. So saying yes feeds both of those. Saying no is counterintuitive to that. So you have to teach yourself how to say no, and it is going to be a struggle, but you're going to have to learn how to do it. I'm not saying you have to say no all the time, 
to everything. But again, it goes back to being clear about what it is you desire, creating priority out of that based on the life you want to live, and then go, you know, and and filter requests through that. You know, it's like, okay, you know what, maybe this week I can only take requests, <laughs> you know, I can only take maybe three requests this week of people from people outside of, you know, what it is I need to do. Again, people are going to think it's selfish, people aren't going to understand, all of those kinds of things, but based on the life you want to live, there are certain decisions you're going to have to make, and it's not going to make everybody happy, and you are going to have to learn how to be okay with that if you really want to live the way you desire to live. So my recommendation, if you're really struggling with saying no, practice saying no. And that's uh, and that can actually lead into the setting and the communicating of the boundaries. Saying yeah. no could be one of the boundaries, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Learning, saying, okay, you only get this many requests this week, and after that, <laughs> the answer will be no. Absolutely, because you there you go. You already preset the boundary. You've communicated it and everybody's clear or the person is clear or whoever that they're clear you 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 got to, you got three times and after that you already know that's a great approach to it great approach to it so basically all of these are really intertwined so let's say uh once they've learned what they want then they have to you know start uh learning how to delegate uh clarifying the role setting the boundaries. So in the end, they'll be able to say no because they are investing in themselves. Mm-hmm. See how that all goes together? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that is definitely. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, women, we, as women, we really need to realize that we we are important just as much as our children, as our husbands, as our jobs, whatever it is. We need to take mm-hmm. the same time that we t- give to them and give to ourselves. Well, and that's a, that's exactly why I started with being clear about what it is you desire because we skip that. Most, yes. most things that we do as women we skip over what it is we want, and we immediately jump to what everyone else needs from us or wants of um, of us. We immediately we immediately jump to that, and we skip over what we want, and that's where regret and bitterness sets in because we get down the road and we spent so much time and energy on everybody else's stuff. And then we get flustered and frustrated and bitter and regretful because we haven't done anything that we've wanted for ourselves to get us closer to where we desire to be. And that's exactly exactly why I started with getting clear about what you desire. Exactly. I mean, I meet women all the time that are saying I am ready to reclaim my life. I am mm-hmm. ready to make that first step. Mm-hmm. Into, it's all about me. 
And, you mm-hmm. know, I've given to my children. I've given to my family. I've given to my friends. But now it's time for me to give to me. So yeah. what do you say to these women who are ready, right there on the cusp, ready to embark on them, ready to invest in them? What do you say to those women? I say get started. I say get started. Now, let me let me let me kind of give a little caveat here to some of this because what women have to understand, and I think this is very key and vital, you have to understand what season of life you're in. Mm-hmm. Because understanding your season allows you to determine kind of your capacity for you know setting boundaries and things like that. Some women are in a season where it really is about nurturing and taking care of their children and their family. Sometimes that is the season, but you have to know within yourself what season you're in. Sometimes it's the season of, no, you all are old enough to handle what you need to handle. Um, I'm going to be over here doing what I need to do. Um, Just know that I'm here. Touch base if you need me, but this is the way it's going to be. So you have to know what season you're in. Because you don't want to make the wrong you don't want to make the wrong decisions in the wrong season, because that can wreak havoc. So you have to be real clear about what seasons you're in in your life, and then navigate that way. But if you're in a season where you are ready to take hold of your life and reclaim your life, you know if that's where you are, um, then do it. You know, reconnect with yourself. Find out what your desires are. What it is you want. What are the things that you've abandoned and tossed to the side? So I talk to so many women, you know, I ask them the question, what are the things that you have abandoned and tossed to the side that you desire that you have not accomplished yet and you've been talking about it for the last 25 years? Go back and get that. Don't start nothing new. Go back and get those things that you wanted. That you always wanted. You know, I if you follow me on social media, you know I've just moved to Florida. Well, me living in Florida, that's something I've always desired for more than 20 years. I had a short stint from 2010 to 2012, and I vowed that I would move back to Florida. And I had it all mapped out. It happened a little differently than I had anticipated, and it happened a whole lot sooner than I anticipated. But I did it. I had a window. And I took it. I took advantage of the window because it was a desire that I've had. And I'm like, let's do it. Let me do it now. So be sensitive to what seasons you're in, and if this is your season for you to reclaim your life and 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 really um, pursue the desires of your heart, so you can live the life that you really, really desire. Do it. Find out. Re, again, reconnect with yourself. Find out what it is you need to do. If you need to go back to school, go back to school. If you need to, um, you know, get a, take a class, take a class. If, you, if you're ready to start a business, start the business. But don't let another moment go past and you're living your life based on what everybody else wants of you and from you, and you're miserable. That's, not, that's, that's no way to live. Nobody, nobody starts off life with that desire. <laughs> Yes. So now, if something has touched the people on the line today and they want to get to uh, talk to you and get in touch with you, how would they do that? Okay, so they can go to 
um, well, first, they can email me. They can email me at uh, Cheryl at iCoachWomen.com. That's C-H-E-R-Y-L at iCoachWomen.com. They can go to my website, iCoachWomen.com. They can put their name in the little box there, and they'll get an email from me. Well, actually, they'll get what I call notes of sweetness from me every week uh, <clears throat> that encourages and inspires them and empowers them in their journey. Um, of living the life they truly desire. They can connect with me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm all over social media. And I hear that you have a very special event coming up tomorrow. Tell us about it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So um, tomorrow I am speaking for a TEDx event. And... um, it's truly amazing. It's an honor. Um, you know, any t- TED Talks are just phenomenal. And to be asked to do a TED Talk is such an amazing honor. And it came about because I spoke for uh, women working in corrections um, about two months ago in the state of uh, Pennsylvania. And um, we had a great, I had fun. I had a great time with the um, there were 800 in attendance total, and I had a session that had about 150 women in there. We had a blast. Well, apparently someone in the room um, talked about how much fun they had in my session and gave my name to the Secretary of Corrections for the state of Pennsylvania, and they have this event that's coming tomorrow, and it is the first um, TEDx event being held at a woman's prison. And it is such an honor to be part of that historical moment. I am beside myself. Um, I am here now in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Tomorrow I'll be going to the Muncie um, Correctional, uh, State Correctional Institution for Women, and it is a full-day event from 9 to 4, and I'll be sharing the stage with Piper Kerman, who is the inspiration behind Orange is the New Black, the uh, hit Netflix original. So it's going to be amazing. It's going to be just beyond anything I've, my wildest dreams. Um, and I have a full, you know, TED Talk, they're very strict about time. I have a full 10 minutes. <laughs> I have a full 10 minutes um, to speak to about 200 people. Um, women who are incarcerated, some of which will never get out. Oh. That is just such an honor. It's such an honor. Yeah. Well, I am so glad that we're able to celebrate this with you. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. Yes, so and will you be? Uh, yes, and we'll be looking forward to the replays for that. And of course, we'll be mm-hmm. reaching out to you at Cheryl at iCoachWomen.com and all the mm-hmm. social media uh, platforms that you're on as well. Oh, Absolutely. I appreciate you so much for coming on today. It's truly been an honor, as I said. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure and honor to be with here with you and all your people. <laughs> and yes, and I put all the information in the event So you're welcome to go to Facebook under the event and get all of our contact information. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. I know that all of you were touched by what Cheryl Pullins had to say today. She gave us some great nuggets.
So awesome. if you would Thank like you. this, yes, if you would like this call, please uh, go to iTunes, t- TuneIn, Podomatic, and Stitcher. We'll, and, of course, you can always go to the iCar- archives at changingmindsonline.com. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Bye-bye.